I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. We put this festival on you bastards with a lot of love. We work for one year for you pigs. And you want to break our walls down? And you want to destroy it? Well, you go to hell. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Fatback Four. I'm Gav as usual. Grizz is here. Matt is here. Ian is here. All the lads. Um, two weeks in a row. We're doing great. Um, straight into it. Liverpool Four. West Ham One. Um, really comprehensive performance. Uh, Ian, straight to you as usual. The lineup changes again. Um, I'm up back to this centre half thing again. Lovren talks during the week about how he has a great relationship already with Van Dijk, and then doesn't play. Um, the midfield is a little bit of a, a little bit of a surprise, I think, to people. But and then the front three are just. Um, what did you make of it, Ian? I know you are happy about it because it always are. But what did you make of it? Of the start eleven. Yeah. Uh, now I'm, I'm all, yeah, I'm all right with it. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to mix these questions up because I say the same thing every week. I know. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I just like hearing your voice. Nah, uh, I, I think. Trent's playing really well at the minute. So Gomez has been fit for a couple of weeks, and he played for the under-23s today. Uh, but I think Trent's the number one right back at the minute because he's improved his defending as well. So I wasn't surprised by that. Robertson's been outstanding, so there's no way Moreno was getting in at, getting in ahead of him unless he's resting Robertson. Uh, Milner was tremendous in midweek or against Porto. Hang on, it was the last game Milner. Yeah, the week, yeah Porto. The week before, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Grizzlylitis there. You had Grizzlylitis there for a second. It's, it's catching. So I'm not. I'm not surprised he started. Uh, Ox was due a game. Doesn't make the midfield three. will never surprise me. I don't think he'll ever play two holding midfielders at home to a side like West Ham. No. So I'm not surprised Ox started and, and the, the front three just the front three, aren't he? So no surprises. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I thought it was definitely a game for Trent because it's one of those where you're going to have teams sitting back and, and he suits it. It'll be interesting to see when we play, not Newcastle, but United away. It'll be interesting to see where he goes at Roy Full in particular. Um, Matt, you're... Well, they, um, they won't sack anyway, so it won't matter. <laughs> Matt, um, ever positive, Matt. You, actually, Matt, you never told us this weekend we were going to smash these. That's because you were back on the drink and you started ignoring yeah. it again. Um, <laughs> and fair play to you for it. Um, were you happy with the with the starting eleven? Was there anything you would have changed? No, I know it's in hindsight, but was there anything you would have changed when you seen it? 
Uh, do you know what? I've absolutely just stopped caring about what Klopp picks. Uh, he's proved me wrong so many times, made us all look dickheads. Like, any time up until about the end of December, I might have been given out about Milner in midfield. Um, like, why, why is he putting in him? Blah, blah, blah. Now I'm just like, I see it. I see Milner and think, all right, fair one, Klopp. Um, you just, so many times we've tried to call him out and he's just made us all look idiots. So I don't even, like... It doesn't register as a thought anymore in that type of way, if you know what I mean. Like, I try and look at what he's trying to do with the team and with the players. Like, he obviously wanted energy in midfield, and that's where I saw it. I try and do it that way instead of having a, uh, a gripe about anyone starting. Yeah, no worries. Um... Do, you know, do, you know, do you know when he ain't the, ain't the right for no one to ever question his team selections ever again? Is when we played three at the back and he played Wijnaldum and Chan in a back three. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah that was mental. He, he booked us all over. I can't even remember who we played. Who was we, that? Brighton away. Was it Brighton? Brighton. We, we were brilliant. And that day was just a massive fuck you to all the people who think they know better. So. It, was, it wasn't even that. It was just a case of, I don't care. And I'll do what I fucking like, whether he's yeah. like or not. And I suppose that's what he's there for. That's what he's being paid for. Grizz, um, the lads are... Well, happy and not really caring about the starting eleven. Um, I just want to just on touch on the midfield. With West Ham, we're probably going to come out. They did five four one kind of formation. Were you a little bit worried with, say, Milner and Shander? You know, um, not too holding midfielders, but not the two most creative. Although I thought Shander was quite good in what he created yesterday. Yeah, I'm more honest than the other two. I, I was worried, like you know, they 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 say they weren't worried, but I was slightly worried, especially with. Again, it's that thing about West Ham going to part the bus, and uh, you know, I, um, that creativity factor always kind of just always lurking in the back of my head. But you know, the guy, the guy Jurgen Klopp, when I say the guy, always, as he said, proves us wrong, and so we just give up trying to work him out and sort of work out how he's going to go. And he worked a tree. I mean, Milner on on form. He's probably our best player, uh, best midfielder at the moment. So I thought it would have been harsh dropping him anyway. I thought Milner on his last two performances has been absolutely spot on. So he, he uh, you know, it would have been very harsh to drop him. Emre, um, Emre was suspended for the last game, wasn't he in, champ- he was, in the in, in the champ- yeah? So yeah, I kind of expected him to come back in sort of high energy. Hendo's the one who missed out this time, didn't he? So we don't know. We're not sure was that injury-related. I don't think it was. I think it was just sort of rotation, wasn't it? Henderson was on the subs bench, so he couldn't have yeah. been injured. It was just, yeah, just rotation. So he's got a nice blend there, as Ian says. He's got a nice... The main, the most important thing is he's got all those midfielders knowing their roles really precisely, and that's really impressive. Really impressive at the moment. Yeah, he makes... When was the last time he played the same team twice? A long Great question. Time. I can't remember. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's, Craig, up until a couple of games ago, I don't know if it's changed, but he'd made the most changes in the Premier League. Oh, listen, Ian, there's no one, no one going even close to catching him. He was yeah. like, I'm in a country mile ahead of people. But um, he, he commented after the game, Klopp, um, he was asked about, you know, the players that he had there. He brought Solanke on and he, he was, he, a couple of other players were mentioned and he, his comments were, look, we can't do this as an 11, we can't do this as a 14, we, we have to do this as an 18, 19, 20-man squad. And he, he he went out of his way to point it out that, yeah, these lads are only getting on for a couple of minutes here and there, but they're needed, they're badly needed, and they need to be ready, because between now and what, a possible 13, 14 games left in the season, 
they could be called upon at any stage because I think he knows he's been fairly lucky with injuries to key men, and he, you know he will he will need them. Um, come on, Grizz. Just a quick, just a quick, yeah, just a yeah, just a quick one. You know, he's. But did you notice in the press conference he said we're we're not gonna we're gonna rotate far less? Did any of you see that? And he said, like, near enough, it's going to be my best, my strong. He hinted that it's going to be his strongest team every week. He's still playing mind games with the media and the and the press and everything because, again, yeah, I mean, as Matt says, he's, he's still rotating. Even though he said we're going to be rotating far, far less now, he said in the, after the uh, after the. Klopp's a liar. Don't believe a word he said. Yeah, he's a liar. He's tricking us all. Um, Love it. But good, uh, yeah, that... he's learned from last season as well. Yeah, he has, he has definitely learned. Yeah, Christmas and January last season, we just fell off and what we played about 13 players for the first half maybe more uh, obviously overreacting a little bit there but he um, he's massively nine, we played the... nine players for the first half of the season <laughs> it was a nine sound <laughs> and hey, I Gav, could... on. What, sorry what is the difference between a country mile and a normal mile oh, a country mile is a lot longer if you're in if you're do in you know that if you're in Ireland um, and you know, you're down in the country part of it, which will be outside of Dublin and outside this big city. They'll say country mile. And basically, if someone says it's two it's miles like down the road... Yeah, if you say yeah. it's two miles down the road, it's probably more than likely five. So that's where that comes from. Thanks for that, teacher. No problem at all. Thanks for the question. Come again next knowledge, week. Knowledge. 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 Um, yeah, in, man. In, uh, we nearly get the dream start, don't we? Um, two minutes on the clock. A lovely ball by Milner down the side for Mino. Lovely touch to Salah. He steadies himself, and I, it's, it's a, I think it's a decent save, isn't it? By your yeah, man's name. Yeah, he gets a touch. Adrian, is it? Um, yeah, we nearly got off to a flyer, don't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, if I'm totally honest, my my stream didn't kick in until about thirty seconds after that effort. <laughs> but but according to Twitter, he hit the post. Yeah, no, that it did happen. <laughs> Did happen. Yeah, it? yeah, and I read that. I read that he, he got a touch on it. Yeah, but that a goal against a team like West Ham or a team similar to that, a goal in the first five minutes is an absolute dream. Do you know what I mean? So a bit unlucky, but the, the the mentality of the side seems to be slowly changing. Where they're not panicking. Do you know what I mean? Even when they and we'll get on to it, but even when they pulled the goal back a couple of weeks back, we would have started shaking all over the show, and we just went back up the other end and started pressuring them again. So I, I think didn't even panic. Yeah, exactly. I think the I, mean, fact, I was it's, pissed, but I didn't panic. It's it's VVD. I'm telling you, it's VVD. And uh, Robertson and Carrius. Yeah, I think it's. I, I think, think they all got better because of VVD. Yeah, I think I think Van Dijk is a big a big influence on it. But I think overall the whole the whole thing seems to be lads. When we panic, we we seem to shoot ourselves in the foot. So let's try not panic, and the chances are we do all right. Man, um. From like the second minute on, you see Salah has that chance, and he's so cool. Like there's, there's bodies like fucking flying around the place, and he just takes his touch, and he's unlucky. It's a good save, but from there on in, like I know we talk about him every week, but the panic in the West Ham defence when Salah was within twenty yards of the ball was fucking hilarious at times. They were just lashing things out for corners, and they were doing anything to keep it away from Wendy. And I suppose. Well, we don't panic. Everyone else, all the other teams, seem to panic now. It's like role reversal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> no, it, it's a, it, it is. No, you're right. He's got this aura about him. It's like it's the same with Suarez. Um, but it's not just him. The people are now recognizing how good a player Bobby Firmino is. 
a do you know what I mean? They they know he can create or score or assist from any any situation around that box, and they know all three of them. So they may be shitting themselves about Salah, but they know they've got Mane running down the down the side. They got Bobby Firmino doing a madness down the middle, and then we've got these two unbelievably attacking fullbacks, which are just causing absolute havoc. I mean, we we know we've always struggled against deep lying um, teams in the past, but what these two give you. And what we've always had to do to get past it, and we've never been able to, is get to the byline, get their defenders turning around. And because their defenders are turning around, because we're at the byline, they've then got so much more to think about. And Salah's running around, and he's scoring at everything he touches. Firmino's scoring everything he touches. And, yeah, it's just, you'd hate it. If I was a defender, I'd absolutely hate. I'd be more terrified of our attack than City's. Yeah, and I've seen a couple of people interviewed after the game. Um and quotes and, and kind of comments after the game where you West Ham fans saying that we are the best attacking team they've come across in a long, long time. And the inc- It was so smooth. The, inc- the attacking, it, it, it was just relentless and just well-drilled. Well it's synchronised. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, it's just triangles, overlap, triangles, overlap, cut back. I just mean, over and over. I don't even think we played... Oh, I don't even think we played that well. I don't think we had to. Well, that's what they I mean. We just, didn't get out. Didn't control. get out of second gear. We just, just we just control. carried on. Just just ticked along. Done what we know how to do. Yeah. If we were fully on it, we'd have scored seven or eight yesterday. Yeah, and I, yeah, you know, we say good. this. We say this every so often. Someone's going to get a hiding, and a few people have um, part of um, a couple of uh, in Europe and stuff like that. Where we've have we seen how many times we've scored over four this season? Yeah, I think between four, it's five, like six, and times. seven. Yeah, between four. Yeah, is, is it fifteen times? Just off the top of my head, yeah, I saw someone put up. It's something crazy like that, yeah. But madness. It's um, Grizz. After a, f- a fairly frantic four, five, six, seven minutes, um, you know, West Ham couldn't not grow into the game, but they steadied themselves. And I suppose the first kind of warning we get is this Arnautovic chance. Now, don't get me wrong. I think West Ham are very, very defensive for, for the vast majority of the game. They managed to get. A chance there yesterday. Arnautovic, the attempt is brilliant from Arnautovic, I have to give him credit. But um, this goalkeeper situation that we won every week, I think Carlos has made a big, big step forward in his progression as a Liverpool goalkeeper based on that save he's made there yesterday. Genuinely, I believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, good save. Good save at a crucial time. Uh, the big keepers do that. The big keepers, the top keepers, save you at crucial times. That first goal, I don't think it would have changed changed the result of the game, but it would have changed the sort of the course of the game for that period. It might have made us panic a little bit more. But Anatovic is a good player, you know. Don't get me wrong; he 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 mouthed it off during the week, didn't he? About he's not scared of VVD, and I think it's funny because he played because I think that was the only incident he played on VVD's side. After that, he ran over to. Um, old soft-ass Matip for the rest of the game, didn't he? He just sat on his shoulders for the rest of the game. He didn't go near VVD for the rest of the for rest of the 90 minutes. So, But he's a good player, good attempt, and it was a very good save. He made two saves, didn't he? But that was, um, I think that was the crucial one because, uh, again, it looked like it just come off the bar, didn't it? But I think he got fingertips to it. So, yeah, listen, he's growing in confidence just as the back four are, just as the whole team is. Just as VVD came back, uh, has come into the team, so it's just a, it's just a sequence of events that's 
you know, fitting in real nice, isn't it? It's, it's, the confidence in the back four, as you said, I didn't really feel panicked. There's always, West Ham are notoriously, always cause us problems with crosses and set pieces, etc., etc. But I didn't really feel that panic. I feel far more organised and sort of composed. That's the word. We look more composed. As you said, we look more... We look less panicky, and as you said, when we look less panicky, we, we, we're in control of our sort of movement and senses. And I think, I think Carrius is a prime example of that at the moment. Credit to him. Ian, um, you, you made a comment to me yesterday with regards to um, the fullbacks. Now, one thing I noticed, um, particularly in the first half, was that not, not, it wasn't a fullback team, it was, it was a team about Mane. And Mane, for me, seemed to spend an awful lot of the first half, probably 15, 20 yards in from the touchline. Because he identifies that West Ham are playing with these three centre halves, and he's going to try nearly match up with, with himself, Salah, and, and Firmino, you know, going three on three against them. But it left a massive gap for um, Robertson in particular, and then on the other side, likewise, Trent. Um, just the progression of these two. Robertson was out at the start of the season. Moreno was in. Moreno gets an injury. Robertson comes in, and he's gone from strength to strength. Robertson. And I think he's, he's looking at an absolute snip at 8 million. Trent, on the other hand, was kind of kept out big games away from home, but you're starting to see that change. These are two fabulous fullbacks, really fabulous fullbacks. I'm not too um, surprised by the offensively, but even defensively, they're, they're coming on leaps and bounds. They could be there for years to come, couldn't they? Well, how old is Robertson? Is it 23? Somewhere around that, yeah. 23, 24, and Trent's not even 20 yet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they're, they're, they're excellent. I, I was saying to you yesterday, when's the last time Liverpool had a good left-back who, who was fit? Aurelio was decent, but was always was always on a treatment table. Risa was, was a very good wing-back, but wasn't a particularly good full-back. Uh, Daddy? I can't think of another one who, who's been really good. Benin. Who? Benin. He played right-back more than left-back, though, didn't he? Oh, did you say left-back? I thought you meant full. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair one. Uh, I put the, I put this out on Twitter before. When was the last time we had two fullbacks we enjoyed? Yeah, it, happy it's, with? It, it's really good to watch. And I, I think the reason why Manny's took an inside a bit more there because Robertson is he's growing into his role more and more. You see it week after week. He's fit. He's 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 incredibly fit. I don't know if he's fit now than when he first came in because you couldn't really tell. But in terms of the drills that they must be running and training and him getting up and down the line and where to be and what to do and all that. He, <laughs> Eight million pounds. He's he's effectively been swapped with Kevin Stewart, who can't get a game for Hull yeah, for eight million pounds. Just a couple, um, Ian. Just to <clears throat> knock your uh, theory on the head about left backs, we have uh, Koncheski, we have Desaina, and we have um, there was someone else thrown in there. Julian Dix. Julian Dix. Bjorn Bjorn Yeah. So Bionaby. you put you put all those left backs together. Yeah. And the and I mean times their speed and ability and all put them together and they're still only half the player of fucking Dennis Irwin and he was a right foot right footed left back yeah Dennis so Irwin they can fuck off and, and as as for Trent Trent's going to be world class at whatever position he stays in he's got I've said it from the start he's going to be world class his delivery I thought was a little bit off at times yesterday but he's just got so much ability relentless, honestly, relentless, honestly yeah. well, so I, much ability I thought he was brilliant up you know he Start up to the point of the first goal, I thought he was great and he seemed to be the one that was making that kind of, you know, that third man running sort of thing where he was getting in behind and clipping balls in or forcing them to make, you know, clear it out for corners. Um, Matt, 
Ian's, Ian's kind of covered it, but, you know, with regards to um, the fullbacks. But could you see these two staying at fullback, say for the rest of the season, solid rest of the season? That's it. Case closed. Yeah, absolutely. I'll have no problem with that. Um, just just rest them when they need it because they are young. So you don't want to be putting too many miles in the legs. Like, uh, but even if they don't, like Gomez, he was going through a sticky patch, but he's still a good player. So if he comes in against like Newcastle or someone like that or Porto, that's fine. If we know Moreno's been playing well this season, so if he comes in again for them games, then it's fine. We've actually got people now where I'm kind of happy. Whichever fullback plays, I mean, them two are. Yes, they are. They're our best. Like, but the other two, if they come in, it's not a problem. Okay, sorry. Just a quick question for you, Chris. As an industry um, expert, what did you make of the shortage of chicken from KFC this week? <laughs> travesty, mate. Travis, travesty. That's the word you're going with. Sorry, Ray, Dick, Ray Dickinson asked that question. And he... I'm not complaining though, because my business was booming over the weekend. So that's because that's because he. He fucking bought all KFC's chicken. That's why his I'd business say, is booming. I'd yeah, say right. he said chicken trucks on fire. I hope he done that. But uh, now you're going with the word travesty, yeah? Travesty, mate. Okay, all right. Um, a couple of people here are asking about transfer targets. We might touch on that later on because a couple of names that come up on there. I know one or two lads on this want to take all the credit for Liverpool being linked with these players, so we'll get back to that later. He's not who he is there. Matt, it's not you. Um, what? It's not you. It's not you. You rest easy, man. You've been drinking all weekend. We're not blaming you on anything. I'm blaming the other two. Okay. Um, all right, sad. Right. Let's get to it. Goals. That's, that's all we love is goals. Um, we opened the score and Emre Jan with a header from a corner, which was surprising um, because West Ham are really good at that. But Grizz, um, it was a good time to break the deadlock, wasn't it? You know, halftime was creeping up on us. And you know yourself, it gets to halftime, the crowd can get a bit fucking nervous and, and you come out in the second half if it doesn't happen early it gets worse and worse but it was a great time to get it and it was a, it was a great header actually when looking back on it I love I love scoring from set pieces as a Liverpool fan I prefer in games like this sort of where we're expected sort of to have all the possession and all the build up and link up play when you suddenly score from a set piece it's an absolute bonus when you score like this kind of goal I mean um his corners weren't very good, actually, Salas. That, the previous, I think he takes a previous one. It comes back out for another corner. Um, again, it's a Trent cross, isn't it? That goes a bit haywire. And, nearly, and the keeper still has to tap it away. It's, it's amazing. We've actually... just It's funny because just with VVD in our team, it's like we actually look imposing and threat on set pieces as well. So he's not only, so he's not only sort of beefed up our defence and we look solid at the back. We actually look a threat in, in the opposition's penalty area. And, he uh, should have scored, yeah. shouldn't he? He should have scored yeah, ahead there. Yeah, Monday. yeah, yeah, exactly. And and he knows it as well. He you know he he, he really looks he really looks like he's gonna score. Who's the other centre back that I'm thinking of that always looked as John Terry. You know John Terry was always like near enough sort of convinced he's gonna score every time he gets like a set piece for Chelsea or whatever. Virgil van Dijk is very similar. He's expected to sort of get on the end of these crosses and sort of, you know, be a threat. I always find, I always think Lovren gets in good positions. He's just shit ahead of him. He Got always gets in that yeah. position. Well, your man, he, he should score. He should score. Your man Matip's very similar. He gets into these bloody positions as well, but he's, he's just sort of, you know, he's awful in front of the goal as well. It's to be expected. But Emre, what's that? Is his fifth, sixth goal? Fifth of the season. This season? Bonus. Six. Six, six. six. Sorry, I thought, I thought it was fifth. 
Um, set piece, set piece goals love them, when they, especially when they break the deadlock, because then we can actually start playing our football. So obviously, if things are not going away our way in terms of open uh, uh, open play in open play, a set piece goal, I love it, and we, we we're getting better and better at them. Uh, my way or the my way or the uh, says Terry was always convinced he was going to score with Bridges' wife. Just hard to throw her in there. Um, anyway, yeah. Ma, I'll come back to you. Um, Chris touched on something there, um, I suppose, about Oxlade-Chamberlain. No, sorry, Salah and his corners not being great. A couple of people here have said, why wasn't Oxlade-Chamberlain on them? His delivery seems seems really good. But, Matt, the first goal, we get it. Is that is that the one where you think, yeah, lovely, we break that, we break them now and just get even just get the half-time at 1-0 makes them, you know, less set in their ways and, and they'll have to come out and try something against us. Yeah, exactly. Any team playing us at the moment wants to go in half time, not conceding. Um, and even though I was confident, just getting that goal, it, as you said, it changed up the tactics a bit. It changes their half time talk. It changes ours. Um, we we just love to play on the on the break. So anything to bring them out a little bit more um, just helps it along. And that's what the goal did. Uh, I mean, the goal itself as well. I thought it was a, a lovely. It wasn't really a, a header. It was more of a flick. Um, if you watch it, it was pretty much the only place he could put it. Because there was a defender jumping across the front of him. It's uh, a big Emre, isn't it? You know I love him anyway. And he's staying as well, as confirmed. <laughs> staying. <laughs> uh, uh, amazing. Um, Ian, um, you, as you said, Emre Chan, sixth of the season. I can remember one other one away to Brighton when he scores from a corner as well. He's got a few crucial goals, hasn't he, this season, in fairness to him. You know, that one at Brighton is crucial. There's one away at... Huddersfield, I think, as well, I can remember being quite crucial. He's, he's popping up at them, and we look a hell of a lot more of a threat, don't we, in, in, in the box. And I think, again, that's down to Van Dijk. I think people, it's, he's causing panic in, in that area of the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's added a few goals to his game this season. I mean, to be fair, before the goal, I thought he was atrocious for the first half an hour. He, he's a, sometimes he just, he's like a yard off the pace when he starts. He's just, it's like he needs a proper big rev to get going, do you know what I mean? But I thought after he scored the goal, I thought he was excellent. But then he was at fault for their goal. So typical Emre Chan, really. There's, there's no, he's never just all right. Is he? He's either brilliant or shit. But yeah, he's a th- he's a th- he's a big lad, isn't he? He's a big lad, like. But Edder at the back post. Uh, they're saying they should let Wise and Oxley Chamberlain on the corners. Well, Salah's just got an assist off on there, so so that's well. Fine. I think well, I think he's doing, isn't he? Yeah, I think what they're doing is playing in swinging corners from either side. Yeah. So if it's if it's one on the other side, Ox takes it, and then it's good. It's, well, it's good to have options, isn't it? They've got a few you can take them now. It's good. Like Trent could do it from both sides. Yeah. But yeah. Well, yeah, it's a it's a yeah, it's a good goal, and we needed it as well. Like what was it about half an hour? Thirty. When you got it, thirty-nine minutes was it? Oh, was it? Was so it yeah, it's a, I like something around that. I can look it up. I, I never remember. As soon as soon as we took the lead against Edna, that's game over because Moyes doesn't come to. To, to score if you know what I mean they're looking to get maybe the odd one one from a chance or a set piece but they need to get that first to have any chance of winning yeah absolutely it's got, no, it's got no balls Matt I'll come back to you we get into the second half and you know I think we're all in agreement I don't think Liverpool were at their absolute best yesterday they probably toured fourth gear at times but they stepped on the gas didn't they straight after half time there was no messing about there was no Letting these back into it, where they were going to stamp their authority on it, and um, we make it 2 0. Um, that man Salah again, but a massive shout to Oxlade Chamberlain for skill, 
and a lot of perseverance, a little bit of luck, but um, another good goal, and that's 31 for the season now for Salah. Yeah, Ox was a relentless one. It's uh, it's good to see. Love it. Uh, he's he's really coming into his own in midfield. I mean, coming into a Klopp side anyway is quite difficult. So he took he took a while to get in. He had a few good games, and then he went off the boil. And Klopp does what he, he does. He took him out the side, took him out the limelight. People start talking about him. Then perfect game, put him back in, and and he's rewarded him with a great performance. Um, did he get one or two assists? Uh, Oxford, two, just one. Or, or was he oh, arguing with Salah over one? No, he's the one that plays it out to Robertson, isn't he? And then Robertson nah. squares it. No, that's for me. That, that's Bobby. The last one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Even, even so, I mean, he was doing all the defensive work as well. He was backing our half. I, I was really impressed with him. I, I loved all our midfield, actually, that, this game. I thought we were really good. As you say, we just we just ticked along nicely. We were just cruising. It was easy for us. They stepped up a little bit as well, probably because of the goal before half-time, which gave us a little bit more space, especially Robertson down down our left he just kept overlapping and there who's there right back Sabaleta ring back yeah well he, he just couldn't deal with him uh, and then the, fi- the finish by uh, Salah just anything anything he hits is going in isn't he he's so confident he's, he's like in that Harry Kane mode where he just he just hits it and he just you know he's going to roll in or do anything he, he's, obviously he's a lot better than Harry Kane outside the box but in the box whatever he hits it's just flying. The funny thing about it is when he hits these, um, it's more the timing of when he hits it rather than the contact. So he's hitting them early. And he's like, that one has no pace to it, but it's across the goal and it's in the, it's in the net. And the yeah, it's West a pure confidence hit. West, West West Ham, yeah, he's playing. He, he's, he's similar he's, to the West Ham goal. He's nearly scuffing it. He's nearly scuffing it, but it's going across goal and, and the keeper is just not set. Um, like that, that's the difference when you when things are just going your way. You scored about five like that. Why did you but, and really you, Why did you run? He got that dead excited. <laughs> didn't do anything. It's Jesus. Yeah. It's, it's like you were shouting to your neighbour. Come on. <laughs> don't, I don't like my neighbour. Oh, but that's uh, you're probably shouting at him. That, he doesn't like you. That's the difference between when, you, when things are going your way. Because Mane's been put through a few times and it's similar shots and the keeper's made the saves whereas Salah's have been going in. They're not that much different. Yeah. You know what I mean? But... Fair play. I, think I keep so. waiting for it to stop, but it's just not going to stop. No, it's not going to stop. And it, I haven't not... brought him into my, I haven't brought him into my FPO team all season, and I'm not going to. Salah. I'm near enough, yeah, I'm bottom, but I'm doing it for a reason, Max. Who's <laughs> cursed? For the greatest <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've honestly because I know I'm going to bring excuse. him into my team. I know it's the truth. I've got no Liverpool players. I'm not doing it. Sorry, um, okay. Matt. You were asking taking the credit. You were asking about assists there. Um, someone on Periscope said that he got one assist. But he did set up Manny for the chance we talk about later. Um, when he oh. gets the post, he gets that one as well. Um, Grizz, I'll come to you next. And we make it three, and it's Firmino. And he's kicking balls in the goal without looking, and he's he's doing all that. But the good thing about this one is, um, he's actually, if you watch the goal, he actually falls into the left because he's covering for Manny, who goes to press the ball and then makes the run. And it's a great ball by Emery Jean. But um, again, for a player that some people have doubts over, um, I can wait. I'm just waiting for Matt Smile to open his face now and I say this. Um, but for a player that has, you know, people that have doubts over him and is he this and is he that, it's another goal. It's just stupid people. It's That's another it goal, Grizz. Um, and it's a good striker's goal because he's in. It's a nice touch around the keeper. You know, cool and calm. A shout out for the pass because I didn't appreciate the pass until I saw it again. It's actually so very. Del- yeah, it's a very and it's with his left foot, isn't it, Matt? 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think Emery it's Can, yeah. Yeah, Emery, yeah, yeah. He tackles with his right, I mean, and then hits with his left. And so you often, I mean, you don't often see him use his left peg much, but this was, and this was very, very uh, uh, delicately. The weight of it had to be perfect. And the finish, do you know what the finish reminded me of, guys? Matt's probably too young, but you still will remember. Romario, that touch he gets, that's just a Romario poke just before the keeper where he just digs it over. Uh, sorry. Because it looked very easy. It looked like, what did he just do there to the keeper? But it's just, if you watch it really carefully, Romario used to do very, something very similar like when he got through. Just pokes it over the keeper. And, and that no-look finish is just, um, it's becoming his trademark, isn't it? He's, he does it with a plum and it's like sort of... Uh, Oh, it's beautiful. He's joyous to watch. He's an absolute joy to watch at the moment, Bobby Firmino. He plays with a smile. You know, he's, 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 he's full of life, isn't he? Matt, I'm Just like make... the, the other, other, other strikers. Go on, sorry, Matt. Sorry, sorry, sorry Ian, I'm going to make a statement to you. Um, Bobby Firmino is the main man of that Liverpool team. Do you agree or disagree? I've said, mate, I've said it to you for 12 months. He's the first name on the team sheet. I've said it. Go back to one of our first podcasts. I've been saying it. He's Klopp's favourite player. End of story. He is, but I don't want to get into... I don't think... I think Klopp's... And, and I think it's true. I don't think we're... I, don't, I think we're trying to get away from this one-man team, like a field team or Bobby team. Oh, because yeah, of course. Of course it's, yeah, it's difficult. You can't take away Salah's importance. Our wide forwards don't get nowhere near as many goals if it's not for them. Absolutely. He, he's the most important player to make, not making it a one-man team, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the glue, and it's the glue up yeah. front that holds everything together. It's not even that. But if you if you watch if you watch the goals when they're scored, right? Salah, like everyone, just loves Salah because I think he's probably the nicest person on the planet. But Mane is scoring. So is Bobby. So is Mane. No, they're, what they're I'm saying is, what I'm saying to you is, yeah. when 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 Mane scores, he's trying to do Bobby Firmino fucking swinging roundhouse kicks or whatever the fuck ninja kicks, and like even when you see Firmino scoring, the two of them are like a light over to him. You know, it's like, yes, you know, the, the, this fella that does all this work for us gets his reward as well, you know, on top of what we're getting at the moment. And Do you know what? That, that's the, Sorry, mate, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 come on, you're all right. I was say, that, you know, sometimes when we get compa- these three get compared to the, the last three we had of Suarez, Sterling and, and Sturridge, well, Suarez and Sturridge didn't really get on that well. Do you know what I mean? They, they, they performed well on the same pitch because they were both good players, but they weren't really mates or not. And these three... Of genuine joy for each other, do you know what I mean? Like when they, when they score, and it, it's brilliant to watch. Proper proper camaraderie. Really. That type of stuff will, will enable us to sign even more players because they'll see that and they'll think, yeah, I want to be part of that. Um, Matt, just one thing on on on, um, on this. I mean, it's three 0 all right. And a lot of people have said it was it was a brilliant performance. And it's something that we're seeing more and more with regards to teams that come and park the bus. I fucking hate that park the bus um, analogy. But for you, are you seeing a progression in the team week on week or month on month where these sort of teams coming to do this aren't bothering us anymore? That, you know, we're, we're able to find a way around them and we have the confidence to do it. Yeah, well, to be fair, we started doing it at the back end of last season. Um, come about March... We started going through teams, even before the bad patch, actually. We were just going through these park-the-bus teams. We, It's like Klopp has found the formula now. Uh, we have the odd upset, but it's not a weekly thing where we can't beat these teams, if you know what I mean. If that makes sense. Um, we, he's using the full-backs a lot more. And I just think the team is confidence. 
that they'll get a goal at some point. Whereas before, it would kind of be passed to Coutinho to put a load of long-range shots in, and he was dragging us out of games. Whereas now, the the whole team is confident that the tactics that are in play will work because they've been proven to in the past, uh, and, and we're just and teams are scared of us as well. So when they when they're second guessing themselves because it used to be us scared of not winning, now it's them scared of getting battered. So yeah, I just, I just think Klopp knows he's learned like he did about Christmas, and he's learned how to deal with the Premiership, and he's just he's learned on the job. And I think he admits he missed it himself at the start. But yeah, we, I've got no problem now when we play these shite teams, except United. <laughs> Ian, um, we have to go on to the West Ham goal. Um, Mikel Antonio comes on the pitch. I think he's just on the pitch for about 20 seconds. Um, we're in control of the ball. Um, I think we win it, and it falls to Jean. And the ball is just to play it out to Robertson. It's just a turn and play it to Robertson. And people were having a little go at Robertson, um, saying he was out of position, but he wasn't. He was, he was moving into a position where... Emre Jan just put the ball and he gets caught on it. Um, so I blame Jan on it. It's a decent finish. Do you think Harrius was a bit slow or had his angles a bit wrong on that? Yeah, I was just about to say, I think Chan's a bit cumbersome in midfield. Should let it go about three touches earlier, but he does that sometimes, doesn't he? Robertson's out of position because we lose possession. If we're still in possession, he's, he, he's doing exactly what Matt just applauded him for earlier on, getting down the wing and opening up the space. But I think Antonio's not a bad player, do you know what I mean? He takes it early. I was very bad... surprised he left out. Yeah, I was very surprised he was left out. He, apparently his attitude's been dog shit since he got in the England squad, mm. apparently. But it's a decent strike. But yeah, I thought, I know the Carrius fanboys won't like to hear it, like, but I thought Carrius could possibly have done better, yeah. I don't think it's a mistake. I won't have a go at him for it. But I think if he's on the absolute top of his game, he saves that. Because he does get a touch, doesn't he? Doesn't he get a slight touch? No, he just misses it. I, I watched it. Yeah, I watched it. I'm like you. It's, you can't have a go at him because it's not a mistake. But uh, I watched it quite closely. He's The ball's not actually too far away from him. Um, yeah. But his problem is he's just taken uh, a step to the left and his, his uh, heels are planted. So he can't get down quick enough to get to the ball. So... It's actually close enough for him to save it. It's, it's just because he's just moved over a little bit too much to the left, maybe even an inch. And it, as he's landed on his heels, the shot's come. Because the shot is quite early, to be fair. I thought he was going to take I think it that's a what, I think that's what, Yeah, I think that's what caught him out. He took it a bit early. Yeah. Fair play to him. It's a good finish, but... Yeah, it's not a mistake. On, it's just not good keeping. Do you know what? Exactly. Do you know what? I think, I think, I think at the top of his game, I think he saves that. Do you know yeah. what? I'm actually going to let him let that one slide because I've only said five minutes ago that... Salah hits one area and Adrian is just standing there watching it going in the net. So if if you have to, we, if you have to if you have to like be positive about Salah's finish, I suppose you have to be kind of positive about and give well, Antonio I'm, the credit there as well. I'm not saying, and this is the the best thing I can say about it, right? I'm not saying De Gea had saved that or Lloris had saved that or any of them. I'm saying Carius would have saved that. He's good enough to save that, but he just. He, he just didn't, if you know what I mean. So I think on his on his best day, he saves that. The save he done in the first half from the chip from an, uh, an Antovic is well more difficult than that. That was an unbelievable save. Did we talk about that? Yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, we've done <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we've done ah. it. Um, Sad. You never cease to amaze me. Um, so Can we talk about Liverpool's first goal? Did we? Did we talk about the fourth? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've done that as well. We've, we've, Fuck off, I'm on go for it. We're all over this. We're all over this. <laughs> Who are we playing? We're in a bad way. But just, but just on the Emery thing, just on the Emery thing, 
I think it was it was a it was a blatant mistake, and he does and he, and he, and he could have just as, as people said. He should have just played it out to Robert Robertson, who some people were criticising, and comparing it to the Moreno situations where Moreno gets criticised for the same thing. Away at and, Arsenal on the ultimate day of the season. But it, it just proves the toll to do it by cloth. Right, it proves that, and it also proves that, again, you know, we've, we've, we, you t- we touched on the, the, the breaking down the bus. I think that's, for me, in my personal opinion, I think the, the attacking fullbacks is the crucial part that's clicked in order for us to break down buses now. I mean, I know we've got Salah and the Mane scenario, you know, and almost playing like inverted wingers. But the fact that we've got, as Ian says in, God, we can't even remember, we couldn't even mention, two attacking fullbacks simultaneous, who attack simultaneously with high energy, relentless like our current ones. I think that is being the breakthrough and key to breaking down buses. Because as Matt says in his first, in his, I've been listening to all of you today and, you know, making notes and observing and you've all made sense today. No and Matt said, <laughs> and Matt, and Matt's, and what Matt said about sort of overlapping fullbacks as well now, sort of, it's absolutely spot on. We've always had maybe one decent or good fullback, sort of Klein, not very good on the ball, but in terms of he was very, high energy, high octane, gets forward by his final ball, lets him down. But this time, for finally, we've got two that do at the same time, and it's an absolute handful for any defence. I mean, I think Moyes was a total disaster of a selection in terms of picking two... is a fucking total disaster. Two 56-year-olds playing right back and left back, like Ever and Zabaleta, against sort of Robertson and... Do you think that's good? He played Zabaleta in the centre midfield last week. Well, there you go. Moyes, the Messiah, eh? He's a fucking but idiot, nah, is what he is. He's, uh, I mean, I think, I think the evolution of our fullbacks is key to how we break, break down buses now. I think, I think, I think it's, it's brilliant. And, it, and, and, they're, and they're here to stay, fingers crossed, for a long time. Okay. I didn't even know people were laying into Robertson, really. But you can't, you can't be having a go at someone being out of position when we're course in transition. It, yeah, no, they weren't having it. a go at Robertson. They were sort of using it. You know what happens, the fanboys of one player... Your fanboy, the Moreno fanboys were coming out and saying, "See, if that was Robertson, he would have been criticised." You know, blah blah blah. Oh, but right, okay. to, be honest, to be honest with you, I've seen a couple of people saying, "Where, where was Robertson? Where was Robertson?" And yeah. it's people that I hate to say it, but it's people that don't understand the way Liverpool are trying to play are saying that because if you watch it, when the you don't understand dropped, the game. No, no. But when when the ball, if you watch <laughs> it back, just don't don't watch what Jan is doing. Watch, watch Robertson. And as soon as that breaks to Jan, he sees that space in front of him and he's expecting Jan to get the ball out of his feet, play it out to the left, and he's a run down the, the left-hand side. Mate, they've gone really narrow. Yeah, sorry. It's a, it, it's a trust thing, isn't it? If you're bombing on left-back or right-back, you've got to trust that your midfielder are going to leave you out to dry and get out to dry. And he kind of done that. When he loses the ball, there's no way he's turning around. And yeah, do, you know you said, do you know you said a big lad? I think sometimes he he overestimates his size and power and he kind of uses it in sort of situations where he doesn't need to. He, uses, he needs to use his brain more than his brawn sometimes. And that's you one of those scenarios. Yourself, yeah. Yeah. You're a big lad who doesn't use his brain. <laughs> it, 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 we're having a serious football chat, me and Ian. Oh, sorry, sorry. Man. Carry serious, on doing what you're doing. So, you said you're, so, you're talking about <laughs> 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 yeah, he just, he's always. And you know, if you haven't seen my right hand, 
What? You have I don't know. I don't want to know what to do with Joe Roy-Handers. But I think Chan, Joe's that type of player where he has, sometimes he just he has too many touches. He likes yeah. to be in control of the ball sometimes, so a bit longer than he should. Yeah, and to be honest with you, I think a 2-0, um, I don't think he does that. I think the fact that it's 3-0 and he decides that we're way better than them and he can have that extra touch because he believes yeah, he's superior to him. I think, I think a 2-0, he, he takes that and he plays it. It's, it, I think it's as simple as that. Um, anyway, look, West Ham, I don't even think they do much after they score. You know, they get it to 3-1, but I think, as we all said, we don't panic. <coughs> we keep playing our football. Um, Mane should make it um, 4-1 when he's put through by Oxley chamberlain again, hits the post. But then we do get 4-1. And, uh, Ian, I'm going to give you a first run at this goal because this starts with a back pass to Loris Carrius. And from there, in about five passes, Mane is sticking in the net, and it's a fantastic goal. It's it's a bit more than that, isn't it? A bit more than five passes. It's total football. The, the back, the keeper, and the two defenders have played around a little bit, and we look like we're in a bit of trouble, and we play it about. And it, it's a marvelous goal, man. And I don't, you don't see many sides scoring goals like that in the Premier. Maybe, maybe City can do it, uh, but Liverpool, I've got it. I've got it down to a fine art now. Carrius is much better on the ball than Mignolet. That, that's not that's not even up for debate. No, it's not. And they just nah, and it, it's just lovely the way they're pulling it round and, and that's an important goal that because if West Ham were to get another set piece and get it back to three two, then you start getting a tricky arse, do you know what I mean? It's just such a lovely goal, man. Love really and to be fair, Mane tries his best to miss that one as well. I genuinely think he's really cute and what he does. He puts it round, yeah, away from the keeper, yeah, I suppose, I suppose. But uh, it's, a lo- it's just a lovely team goal. That, that goal doing the rounds from earlier in the season in slow motion, is it where Chan scores at the back post against Offenheim? Yeah. It's, 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 it's reminiscent of that. It's just nice and they don't well, get near the ball. I compared this one to the great Brazilian Carlos Alberto one where he smashes it in at the end of the move. And I said this That's one eclipses. Yeah. I said this one eclipses that because you, I got, this one eclipses that because this one's against got, West Ham. You said, yeah. You know, but the difference is we got Matip and Milner part of the build-up play. So this one eclipses. They've got yeah. world legends of the game. You know, we our one started off like a, with a dodgy back pass. I think, uh, Gav, wasn't it? As you're saying, it started with a bit of a dodgy back pass, and then we just calm it down and we keep patient. And the crowd stays with the team, which is very important in those scenarios. About a month ago, six weeks ago, I think the crowd would have been on Carriers' back there to hoof the ball. He, he was. He was. You could, hear, you could hear the crowd tell them to kick it in, in that instance. No, not, not as much this time, Ian. Yeah, Some people are just stupid. You're not going to... You can't eradicate stupidity. I don't think it's stupidity. We would have replaced you on the pod months ago. I, I think they've just been... Um, They've been like you know worn down as the same for years. In the past. You know, so to be fair, it's what we said earlier that the team's more confidence to so us. Like uh, you might, you'll still get some people shouting, but most people now are confident in the team and their ability. Yeah, and, wasn't and, it? Was. Wasn't Carlos Alberto's goal in the World Cup final? Yeah, same yeah, thing. Same yeah, thing. Yeah, but this was West Ham. Same. Practically the same. Yeah, yeah. Six, six yards out, tapping. Carlos Alberto, 2-0 to finish the game in the World Cup. Yeah, it's yeah. practically the same. I see what it's here, I'm not yet. No, it's, it's better than Carlos Alberto. Like, he's, he's just better, he's just better. better than Eclipses, that. No. Back the man up, did he? Fucking hell. No. Right. Um, so, anyway, 4-1. Um, <laughs> delighted to see... I was delighted to see Manny get the goal, but more importantly, Matt, I
perfect training ground goal um, play it down the down the channels draw the full back in and he just he's doing what he's been doing all season he's just getting in behind his pace his power absolutely effort I, I, I'm so happy we've got him like you know I love Moreno like I just I just I proper back him but I have no problem with him sitting on the bench for this guy because he's just doing it every week um, so yeah confidence again and you can see he's done an interview afterwards and he's just the whole team's just happy and confident at the moment coming into such an important time in the season. It's great. We're going to go on a, a big run. Uh, Touchwood will smash the run. But I've been, I looked at the stats earlier and tweeted them out. We, since the Tottenham loss, it's about 2.3 points a game, which is unbelievable. It's actually winning for one minute. Hey, lads, talking about that World Cup and West Ham, Stephen Kingsley makes a good point here. He says, four years previously, West Ham apparently won the World Cup. Did they, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, anyway, great point, Stephen. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, Ian, it's eighty-eight point season. So, just in 2013-14, City won with eighty-six points. So that's yeah, been off form. Eighty-eight to win it, a winning total usually. Like, yeah, it is. It, it wasn't last that, season. That was ninety-one. That sums Liverpool up. Every, every year we finish second, we get a point total that would have won it like four other years. Because that's just yeah. that's just how we do. That's just well, we, had, we had the we had the bad start, so we won't get that high. But our form since Tottenham's just been unbelievable. Considering oh. we've 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 done uh, Champions League as well. Oh. Was that okay to to move on? <laughs> was that an okay as in we're moving on? Yeah, Shut yeah up, we're Matt. moving on. Yeah, if, if we hit Carlos Alberto again, I swear. Um, Man of the match, lads. No, moving on because we're we're closing on an hour already. Um, now go on. Man of the match, lads. I think it's a difficult one this week. Genuinely, Grace, I'll come to you first. Your man of the match. Man of the match, I've done a, a bit of a poll and I think it was a bit of a landslide for Robertson in the poll. Uh, I think like he got like 70, 60 to 65% of the vote. Um, you can't look past Robertson, but I think we haven't given enough credit to Milner. We mentioned Ox and we mentioned Emery and, and the usual suspects, but I thought Milner had a very, very good game as well. Would you just pick one? Yeah. He does this. He, he picks about seven. He does it every week. He just answer. says all the players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think Mane... Can I, can I continue? <laughs> so I think... So I think so, nah, you can't look... You, you, can't, you, can't, look look past past you, you, can't, you can't look past Carlos Alberto. Yeah. yeah. Nah, nah. Robertson Carlos was my man of the match. I thought he's amazing. Okay, um, Ian, I'll come to you next. Your man of the match. Feel free. Feel free. To uh, there's only fucking. There's only eight on a team, isn't there? Uh, I, I, I give it to Oxley Chamberlain. I just thought he was just so creative in the second half. He's unlucky. Second he should half. Have more, he should have more assists. Well, second half when we really stepped it up, wasn't it? Mm. He picks the ball up. He's running. He's beating players. He. You say he's a bit lucky with the when he puts Salah through, but he ain't that luck. And I still think he played it as well. He should get another assist. I just thought he was outstanding. I, I'm a, I'm a, I love his attitude. Me, I think he's a brilliant, brilliant squad player now. There's Stephen Kingsbury again. He says Trent uh, man of the match for that tackle on Ever. Um, Shout! Stop, stop, stop <laughs> sucking him off. What? Stop <laughs> sucking Stephen Kingsbury off. Oh, it's, it's your dad. <laughs> it's it's Grizz's me. It's the fella that helped Grizz rob all the chicken. Uh, Ma, you're man of the match. Who are you going for? Mm, yeah, tough one. Ox, Millie, Robertson. One of them. Name one, uh, will you, you fucking idiot. Fucking, <laughs> name all the players. 
I'm going to give Ox. I'm going to give it to him because he, he, he had a bad little run in the team. He's come back. He's done really well. So I made up for him. And he, he kept, even though, like you're saying, he's done well for a couple of goals, his tracking back and his defending and his, his proper central midfield um, work rate was really good. So I'm going to give it to him. Yeah. Um, I think Riz's shout at Robertson is, is really good, but I'm going to agree with you, the lads. And I'm going to go for Oxley Chamberlain. I thought in the first half he worked really hard to break anything. <clears throat> West Ham tried to do, I think he tried to break it up. And when he won the ball, he used it very well. In the second half, as you lad said, he was very good going forward, very positive. He gets an assist, he should have have two. I thought he was picking up great space throughout the game. So, yeah, after coming in, after missing the part of the game and coming in and doing that, um, yeah, I give it to, to uh, Oxley chamberlain as well. Right, um, a few people have been on with regards to transfers, right? Um but before I get to that, uh, we all know Grizz does um, 26 pretend diets a year. Um, so now we're going to put him to the test. And we're going to put him to the test properly. What we're going to do is, Grizz and myself are going to go head-to-head in a weight loss contest, aren't we, Grizz? And Ian. And Ian. I've been doing it. I've been doing it for ages. You should crack on. I'm okay. going it doesn't look it. It doesn't look it. Yeah, I think you need to try a new one, mate. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, cancel uh, that one. Cancel that one. Oh, no, no. If Ian, if Ian, if Ian's getting a head start, I'm, I'm not letting him. Go it's um, Grizz and myself. What we're gonna do is, I don't know what time scale we're gonna put on it. We're gonna weigh ourselves. Then we're going to do six, the time scale. Six weeks. Six weeks. And whoever yeah. loses the most after the six weeks, I don't know. Do that person donates. So I want pictures of your feet on the scales as well. Oh yeah. How yeah. about you? No, do you don't want a picture of my feet, lad. How about you just do it until we until <laughs> you just, we go out the Champions League? Yeah, but that could be fucking three weeks, four weeks. Good. So, with a bit of luck, you'll both lose fucking seven stone and we'll win it. Right. No, I'll tell you what we do. What about we do it on until the last day of the game of the season? I'm, try, I'm trying to help you, Gav, because the longer this goes on, the more he won't win. So I'm losing weight as we speak. I will tell you what, we'll we we'll, we'll put it to some we'll, we'll, put it, <laughs> we'll put it we'll put it to some sort of poll um, after this. But it is happening. It's starting tomorrow. We don't know the time scale yet, but we're gonna have a little bit of fun. Weight off. Yeah. Me and Gav are gonna have a weight off. I don't know. At the end, probably we we'll donate money to charity that lose or does something. Else. No, I've, no, no, no. We're gonna do, we've got a boxer for Russia for the winner. For the, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. So that's just to let you know that that's what's going to happen. Um, we won't be changing the name of the pod if we all lose weight because um, like, even losing loads of weight we're still the fat pack for except for Matt Matt is um, I think Matt's in the Tour de France next year the amount of cycling he's doing <laughs> but um, on to transfers and I, I want to just touch on a couple of things Alison has come back up in the news this week and <clears throat> Jorginho am I right in what I'm saying there? yeah so Ian I'm going to come to you first um, Jorginho this is a player genuinely that you have told me about and probably the other lads here about for months and I saying, have mate I have yeah and saying <laughs> and saying he is perfect for Liverpool football club and if you can get him you have to get him Ian don't mind them too yeah it was definitely you that said it yeah I know run, run me through it he's I think he's the perfect fit to play at the base of the midfield for, for Klopp. He, he's, not, he's not a destroyer. He's not a Kante or a Wanyama or any of those types. He's, a, he's just a deep-lying playmaker. Very Alonso-esque spraying of the ball. If anything, 
he's actually a better passer than Alonso at breaking the lines. He's a bit more decisive than Alonso. Alonso can dictate the play a bit better. Jogi, you know, it, it, he, he, he just breaks the lines of his passing. You know the way you get it to the front men before everyone's back in position. He's brilliant, brilliant. He's, he's Brazilian. He can play for Italy, or he has, but he's Brazilian, basically. But he's outstanding. I heard someone on Twitter say, yesterday say, ah, oh, he definitely can't play at the base. We'll get run all over. Well, he's playing at the base of the spot. He's playing at the base of the midfield for possibly the best footballing side in Europe outside of Liverpool at the minute. So he's outstanding. Put him with Keita and maybe add a goal scoring midfielder in with those two. I'm going to show We're me. Going. I'm going to show me England here. Was was this fellow with um, Monaco? For some no, reason, it's sort of guy that with a similar I, name that was with Monaco. That was Janini. There was Janino at, at Leon in like nineteen eighty five. When I when I seen his name, I thought there's a guy similar like that in Monaco that was being rumored to be going around. Was it Fabinho? Maybe is that what I'm doing? Fabinho, oh, Gav. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Well, they, same they thing. Just, same thing. I've World Cup, West Ham. Fabinho, Jorginho. I've watched him for a while. Must I stumbled, a, I stumbled across him. Stumbled across him ages ago when he was playing for Verona. I was just watching a shitty game. And it was just this lad playing. He was more box to box then, but he was he was still brilliant. And if you put someone with pure legs next to him, i.e. Keita, because he's got he's got a few at, at Napoli like Allen and Zelinski and all them. He, he's a top top signing. I don't know how much he'll cost, uh, but it'll be a lot of money. And I think a lot of teams in Europe would want him as well. Okay. We actually wanted him. We actually wanted him under Rogers Rogers era when he was at Verona. Hmm? They were, you know, we don't believe yeah. any of your shite. <laughs> no, but I'm not asking you. I'm not talking to you at this very precise moment in time. Talking to the public, man. Okay, okay. Sorry. So we're talking to the public yeah. here. But we did actually want him at, when he was at Hellas Verona under Rogers. But you know, it's one of those ones he's that do didn't go through. the hell is in there now to make it more? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you asked me a question ages ago. If we could only sign two players, yeah, who would it be? And I said Allison and Jorginho. Yeah, you they're did. the two. You did, and that's yeah. why it, it came up again. Uh, Grizz um, so fuck off Paul Joyce no, fuck no, off Paul Joyce <laughs> there was no need for that that was a bit mad uh, Paul Joyce um, is the one that he's talking go- about the black Paul Joyce oh the black, black Paul Joyce is it nah yeah, black you're the black Paul Joyce um, come here Grizz um he comes back up during the week um, because I think it was last week it was like no we've ended all interest in him and now Paul Joyce Ian's best mate is saying that um, no we're 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 we're, in, we're still in talks with this Steve's and um, we're in talks with him and he wants to go and all this sort of stuff and and the fee is the only thing that will be the stumbling block. What do you make of this coming back on the radar it's, again? It's 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 not been off the radar. It's not. It's, it wasn't off the radar. Um, Paul Joyce. Paul Joyce actually didn't say that. Paul Joyce this time round has said that um, the only sticking. Problem will be the fee, and that's it. Um, as far so, as so, so the main, so the main part then. So as no, 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 no. But the, the interesting part is this is where that's just exclusive. The fees just and a now, byproduct. And now the exclusive on the fat back four, right? Not only did I say we were interested in him in the last like seven months ago, but we've actually, in my opinion, I think we've agreed terms with him, his agent. So it's 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 far progressed than people think. 
obviously the fee with the Salah after the Salah scenario with Roma is going to be a bit complicated because you know they don't want to have their pants pulled down another time round. But we've actually got a good relationship with uh, with Roma uh, at boardroom level, despite what people think. So it's not it's not as dead as, uh, uh, as as people make out. We may still strike a deal. He definitely wants to come to us though, which is obvious because everyone wants to come to us at the moment, eh? So did you okay. hear that? Grace has said we are definitely signing him. Did yeah. you hear that? Put that on yeah. Twitter. Put that on Twitter. Stick that down in your notes and make sure I'm not imagining yeah. like Grizz. Um, Matt, I'm not done. I, I just not done. You, I just want to give you um, one show. A lot of people have said that, um, you know, it may be a goalkeeper a la Alisson. It could be Jorginho. It could be players coming in, whatever it is, or whoever it is. A lot of people think, and a few journalists I suppose have said that a Coutinho replacement is on the radar for, for Klopp who would you go for because he has a goalkeeper he has a has a, a player at what position yeah no who would you if, as a Coutinho replacement right now who would you be looking for I might as well oh, shout on someone because these two have anyway no well, no, well I, I don't I don't think Coutinho had a place in the team I think he was shoehorned in because he was so good um, he played off the left attack where Mane's playing. Like, there's no player in our team now which plays in the same position. I don't know if it's because no one's as good, but I I think he was shoehorned in. I think Kaiser is the midfielder which can add the goals, add the assists, uh, the three balls, which we lost from Coutinho. But he adds more going back, um, sitting further down the field than Coutinho did. So I think Kaiser's that replacement and then we'll go for... Um, either a young forward because them three can't do it again all next season and the keeper hey, did, you, did you see Coutinho's goal for Barca last night or did, night yeah, yeah. fuck man. off who watches Good. Coutinho play I just seen a highlight I thought the defender was poor and I thought the keeper was poor <laughs> and I thought the lights might have been shining in his eyes yeah. 35 yards screaming in off the post yeah it was the keeper's fault yeah, yeah I think it was but look, we have all that money. Yeah. yeah. It's money, loads of money we have. I don't know. I don't know what you're <laughs> Let's go to Costco. You know what I mean? I don't know. What to, I don't know. I, I don't know. No, I'm, just, uh, I'm just saying he scored a good goal. Like, he did, so? yeah. Ah, fuck him. Um, anyway. Matt's right, though. We, we do need another, we need at least one new wide forward in the summer because those, those three can't stay fifth all year. Yeah. Um, right. Where are we? Okay, well, let's get let's get down to the last question. Before I do, I just want to give a shout out. Um, the day trippers have launched some merchandise on their website. Uh, t-shirts, I think there's hoodies, cups, there's all sorts of stuff. Just go on there, LFC, LFCDT.com, get all the details. If um, you enter the code Gavs and Midget, you get free postage and packaging as well, which and is about and 97% <laughs> discount on the new products. <laughs> <laughs> if you enter the discount, Grizz got notes. You have to get the same discount. Um, fuck you, man. Well done, though. Fair play. Uh, last question, lads. The last one is a profession that you thought you would be good at, either, you know, as you were growing up, for argument's sake, that you thought you were good at, but now you know you'd be absolutely shit at. Um, Grizz <coughs> looks like he's only literally heard the question right now. Um, so I'm going to leave him for a minute. Uh, Ian, I'll come to you first. Uh, if I had my time over again, 
I would work with animals. I'd be like a zoologist or a zookeeper or a fucking butcher. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, something like that. <laughs> <below, something below, laughs> I, I would work with animals. I love animals. But the reason why I know I wouldn't be very good at it is because I'm, I'm scared of loads of them. Like, we went to, the, we went to uh, like, a petting zoo today. And I'm scared to feed the ponies. No, no, no sexual joke. I'm scared to fucking scared. I, I'm, I'm feeding the cows carrots, and they're hitting me with giant tongues, and I'm, I'm screaming like a little fucking ladyboy. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm wary. Sounds like of a snakes. Saturday night for you. Then. Honestly, I'm wary of snakes. I don't like birds flying around my head. I'm scared of a lot of things. But if I could just hang around with like orangutans uh, and donkeys. Then I'd be sound. So whatever, whatever. Grizz and Gav, then yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to be a donkey, a donkey herder. Um, funny you say that. You're mad into the old orangutans, ape sort of thing. Because I was listening back um, the other night. Uh, spoiler alert! I was putting together um, some of our best bits um, for a pod that we may put out at some stage, and you were like vehemently like the ape will kill the fucking lion. Like you're, you're so into yeah, them, aren't you? I'm all about the primates and the orang. I love them all to sound. If I had my way, Grizz wouldn't be on this pod. They'd just be a fucking stuffed gorilla in his seat. How do you know I'm not a stuffed gorilla? <clears throat> well, because you, you talk. Point. And you couldn't get a gorilla to wear that coat. He probably is stuffed, point. though. He probably had a lot to eat before we come on. So I'm definitely that. stuffed. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, but, Matt, I'm on a diet. Animals. You're not on a diet. Midnight tonight. You're going to eat loads before midnight tonight. I know you are. Um, Matt, a profession, you're grown up you think, well, yeah, I'd be really great at that and now you think, I don't know what made me think that because I'd be shit, what are you going for? Um, slightly different reasons than Ian but as you all know I'm a very caring individual nicest the nicest, nicest guy on Twitter I generally, generally believe that as well yep. uh, so I'd go into like I'd be a, a nurse for old people in old people's homes oh. but, but I've got a thing with old people's tits, so I'd be in prison within about. I'd be in prison within a week, so it, it, it's it's not for me. <laughs> I'm out. It's just when you when you see that pair of proper floppy ones, you know where like you, you put them on the table, it's like a it's like a pancake. Oh, it gets me every time. Oh, oh, I don't know. I'll be I'll be bad with old people. If if I worked in a care home. You'd find me on some undercover panorama documentary in three years, like kicking old people up the arse or something. Honestly, I yeah. couldn't handle them. Old people shit. Oh, no. no. <laughs> what? As you prefer to, young people as shit? As young people, people shit. shit. <laughs> no. I, reckon, I reckon old people shit would be worse than normal age people shit. Why? Because they eat soup. Do you, I just... I don't they know. drink I don't know. soup. They don't eat they soup, just, Matt. They just look they like they stink. Depends. They just, like, get the stink. big soup. The big soup. The big soup. Either, either way. Yeah. Gives a big soup. With the big bits. With the big bits in. Oh, that's right. They all have croutons as well. Croutons are bad for the digestion system, you know? They don't eat croutons. they got no fucking teeth. Yeah, but they just melt them down. Yeah, they they, they, no, they so like, it's, they it's, their, it's their version of, like, you know, the, the skips you can buy. Skip. Skip. Remember when you mouth? Skip soup. The old person's version of skips. <laughs> They've got tits like skips. <laughs> um, Chris, what have you got for me? I think I'd be a good teacher. I've always wanted to be a teacher. I think 
especially a maths teacher. <laughs> and, and you laugh, right? Because you're dickheads, right? Yeah. But it, it all started from, you know, with my childhood crush of Carol Vorderman. So she inspired me. You know, we're doing all those countdown, um, those uh, calculations, everything, yeah, sharp brain. And I always thought, yeah, I could do a bit of that. And, um, but yeah. T- it, turns pro- out you can't. <laughs> t- t- turns out I can't, to be honest with you, because I couldn't even name your 442 formation. Whatever number dyslexic is. But a, math, a math teacher, I really wanted to be a math teacher, where I was, and that's a true story, because I did, I, I did think I'm going to be uh, good at maths when I grow, grow up. I'm going to be on the team. Gav, you count for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I'd, I'd be a better ballet. Do you ever see on the telly, really late at night, when there's a programme on, and they have <clears> the little um, the, the person down the bottom doing the sign language? Grizz had had right. that in his classroom. So while he's right. trying to tell you all the numbers, somebody over in the corner... Will be actually telling you the numbers. That's the way that. No, but no, but maths, maths is. Uh, I was fairly good. I don't know where it went wrong. I was quite good at maths. Like I'm very good at mental arithmetic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because most bit... of the answers you do give numbers wise is fucking mental. To be perfectly honest. <laughs> and another thing, as I was growing up, I, I've always wanted to sort because you know, like certain films I saw, like the window cleaners and plumbers used to sort of have lots oh, of stories more. to tell. Yeah, so I've always wanted to sort of, but I'm I'm awful with DIY. I'm really really bad. I couldn't change a, I couldn't I couldn't really change a light bulb to be honest with you. So that that went out the window as well. Could you imagine his lessons plan? His lesson plan. Mister Khan has got nine Ferrero Rochers. Wallop 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 wallop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mister Mr. Khan eats seven Ferrero Rochers. <laughs> yeah. How many Ferrero Rochers are left? Would that be his lessons plan? It wouldn't there be, be? Trick Mr. question. Mister Khan has nine Ferrero Rochers. Mister Khan. Has eaten seven Ferrero Rochers. How long do you think it'll take for him to eat the remaining two Ferrero Rochers? <laughs> Trick questions galore in my class, son. Trick questions galore. Just Ferrero Rochers rappers anyway. Uh, my one, my one um, was a jockey because I'm really small. Oh um, yeah. No, genuinely, when I was younger, when I was a fucking knob knob jockey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, just, just jockey. Not. No, genuinely, when I was younger, um. A lot DJ Selector. I was just small, like fucking still small. But um, the poor fucking horse. No, break his back. See the thing that now when I was younger, I was really like light and small, and people kept saying to me, "Be a jockey, be a jockey. <clears throat> You're really good at it." It's not going to happen. Um, one, look at me. <laughs> and two, um, I'm afraid of heights. And them horses are fucking horrible <laughs> up there. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. You'd need a trampoline to get on. Yeah. You know, like a cherry picker. <laughs> You know those um, mobile cherry pickers you just fucking <coughs> plant them in the ground and sleep me up onto the horse and away we go. Oh, shit, up onto your horse. Yeah, yeah. The horse is looking back thinking, what the fuck is this yeah, guy doing? So, <laughs> <laughs> Good money them jockey gets, you know. That's, that would have been no, a decent, decent career for you. They don't eat. They're fucking all miserable. Yeah. They never yeah. have a scram. Bad oh, life, that. I think, I think they're not allowed to. They're not allowed to eat, are they? No, because you've got to stay safe and wait, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're not So they to drink eat. soup? I'm going to be a jockey as well, because I'm not allowed soup. to eat from now on as well. The big soup. You drink big, big soup. Is that big soup, Matt? Big, yeah, big soup. soup. The big soup, yeah? Big bits. Yeah, okay. Um, Saggy bits, think, in your case. I think that's yeah. us. Um, we've covered West Ham. We've, well, I don't know what we fucking covered. We've covered most things. Look out for us, though. We will be online um, with a Twitter poll with regards to how me and Grizz are going to sort this way off. Out, how long it's going to last and 
what the winner gets or whatever else, but I think it is genuinely hey, Matt, a box of Ferrero. What his lips? What his lips remind you of? Gravy. <laughs> Gravy. <clears throat> Listen, we're out of here. That's been the fat bag for talk to you next week. Over now. <laughs> For confidence in your financial plan, look for a CFP professional. When your financial advisor earns the CFP certification, it means he or she is trained to provide ethical financial planning across a holistic range of topics, from retirement and investing to taxes and estate planning, all in your best interest. So with a CFP professional, you'll feel confident in your financial plan today and tomorrow. Three letters do make a difference. Visit letsmakeaplan.org to find your CFP professional. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.